And three, two, one. You're listening to The Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shand. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Real Social Proof Podcast, where we find people who have real social proof. Not we're in an age, uh, Mr. MNETA, where you can just be a coach because you sound good and you got a whole bunch of stuff to say. So we built a real social proof company to find people who have social proof. Not only do they say they're successful, but other people point to them and say, "Yo, they built something huge and they're successful." Very special guest today. Uh, Mr. David Monetia, how are you, my Thank brother? Thank you, sir. Thank you for having me uh, on the uh, on the show, bro. I I couldn't believe you said yes. All right. Like like next level stuff. Like uh, so for those that don't know, I guess introduce yourself. Uh, David Monetia, and um, excited to to be on the Social Proof uh, show here. Um, been an entrepreneur now for almost sixteen years, uh, so it's been a it's been a tremendous blessing. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So. Before you were an entrepreneur, what were you doing? Um, well, I was uh, I was 21 when I became an entrepreneur, so I really wasn't doing too much. I worked in retail mm-hmm. throughout the whole time I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I always tell people, you know, my story. I say I was born at a very young age, and growing <laughs> up, my my parents told me to go to school and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. and and did that and. Went to college. I actually went to college for four years. Right. Because uh, that's how long it takes, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I, yeah, depending years. on who you are. Yeah. Where'd you go? And I went to Shaw University. Shaw, so, okay. In gotcha, Raleigh, gotcha. North Carolina. And I, I graduated as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys would get that later on. It, it didn't come with a degree. So I had, I had 30. <laughs> I was that late. Hold <laughs> on. I graduated. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I had 32 credits after, mm-hmm. after four years of school. Yeah. So Dang. Didn't do too well there. Right, right. And then at 21, a frat brother of mine introduced me to network marketing. And really? That was it. So been doing that ever since. So before you joined a network marketing company, you never had the idea of entrepreneurship. Let me have an idea, try to build something. That wasn't you? No, not 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 necessarily. You know, I um, my mom was an entrepreneur. My, my dad played professional tennis for many, many years. So I never saw them actually work a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them are pastors as well. So... It wasn't, uh, I didn't know exactly that was going to be my path. Uh, growing up, I wanted to make it to the NBA. Uh, but that You're still work. nice? That, yeah, I still got a little jump shot. <laughs> I still got a little jump shot, but that, that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, it was at the age of 18, I got introduced to my first network marketing company. And I remember trying to go and sign up, and they said I needed a bank account. I didn't have a bank account. Mm. So I went to Bank of America to try to open up an account, and... Uh, they told me I already have an account with them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Someone had, I won't say any names, but someone had created a bank account and ran up the credit. So I couldn't open up a bank What's account. What's your mama? <laughs> First guess. Got just, to be. I'm just going, I love my mom and my dad. So I, you know, but hey, that's what happened. And uh, so I, I was like, well, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Three years later is when it got reintroduced to me again. I was like, oh, I remember this. And that's when I got involved. Oh, so you had an idea. Somebody introduced it to you. Because you didn't have a bank account, you just gave up. You just gave up. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, I, was a, I think I was maybe a freshman in college. And I, I pledged the paternity, and that was it. That was, that was my life after that. Dang, that's yeah. crazy. I know you see that a lot, though. I mean, yours was, you know, a bank account issue, but there's always some reason. Right. But right. I was talking to somebody about, it. Um, you know, they have this business idea. They want to build it. And I'm saying, yo, you should invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. And his reply was, no lie, I can't make this up. He said, well, what if my mom gets in a car accident and I got to pay for her hospital bills? I, and I'm being, I'm being sensitive, like, oh, did that happen? He said, right. no, but I'm saying, what would I do? I'm like, what? Yeah. What I think, I think a lot of people uh, look for reasons why they can't do something mm-hmm. versus looking for the reasons why they can't. And that all goes back to programming. He only said that because he's been programmed to think a certain way. Yeah. And in the book, The Science of Getting Rich, it says you do things in a certain way, you'll get rich. But also if you do things in a certain way, that may keep you in that, in that broke zone as well. Mm. So I so think that's probably why. What were some of the... So when it came back around three years later, did you see some, like, some social proof, like some people that were winning from when you first started three years ago? 
And he was like, oh, well, maybe I need to do it. Or yeah, what? well, the first thing was I was hungry, mm-hmm. right? I, did, I really didn't even need to see anybody else winning. I, I wanted it <laughs> right, for myself. Right. But when, yes, when I did go to the meeting, I remember seeing a young man. He was probably around in his early 30s at that time, uh, mid-30s at that time. And he was making about 30 grand a month. Mm. And I was like, whoa, you know, that's what people make a year. Right, He's right. making that per month. I'm like, okay. So that kind of gave me some evidence that, okay, this, this could work. Got you. So you first get started. What was the company? You mind sharing? Uh, prepaid Legal. Yes, Prepaid Legal. It's Those now Legal days. Shield. Great right, company. Right. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for them. So, right. but uh, yeah, I was in that company for two years. I hit the level of executive director. Mm-hmm. Uh, my best month was five thousand dollars, and I'm you know twenty one, twenty two years old when this happened. So, really excited at that time and. Um, but total in the two years that I was in that company, I probably only made about thirty, thirty-two, thirty-five thousand. Really, yeah. even hitting the top of the company. Well, executive director, that right. that was the top, but no, it, okay. really, it really wasn't the top. Right. Really, really. <laughs> that was like the first level everybody wanted to get. Right, to. right, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, and I was telling you a second ago, I was talking to one of my mentors, Jonathan Green. Um, really, when I got started, that was the person I looked at right. in terms of personal development, mm-hmm. just just really raising me in business. And I was telling him, you know, I was interviewing you. He said, man, I remember he came to my house or y'all linked up and mm-hmm. he said, yo, what do I have to do to make $100,000? So he's showing you how you can make $100,000 a month, right? Mm-hmm. And then he said he came to you a few years later and he was asking you, okay, I need you to teach me how to make $100,000 a month. Mm-hmm. So he tried to teach right. you how to make 100000 a year. Mm-hmm. You got to teach him how to make 100000 a month. Right. So the Bible says that, right? The first shall be last and the last shall be first. So... Yeah. I, you know, I, I've seen that quite a bit happen in, in several different industries. And, you know, he was one of those inspirations along with a lot of other people that inspired yeah. me to go out and be successful. Got you. Mm-hmm. So you left Prepay Legal mm-hmm. and then you got started in another company, right? Yep. Got started in an energy drink company. Really? Uh, yep. They said this is going to be the next Gatorade, the next uh, Monster, the mm-hmm. next uh, Five Hour Energy. So. Got involved in that, and 30 days later, people started to get sick off of the energy drink. What? Yeah. So I said, no, we can't do that <laughs> any longer. And then I swore I would never do network marketing again. Really? Did you oh, go to, like, traditional job? Uh, no, because I had been out of work for almost two and a half years, oh. so no one, no one would hire me. <laughs> right. Right? So I started teaching tennis with my dad. So I would wake up 6, wow. 7 o'clock in the morning, teach tennis with him till about 12, because in Houston, it gets really, really hot. Oh. And then I'll be home. And I was just literally a bum, literally for like six months. And a guy called me about another network marketing company. And this one had to do with travel. And he's like, David, this is going to be big. It's going to be huge. Everybody travels. I said, no, everybody doesn't travel (laughs) because I don't travel. Right, right. You're a part of everybody. Right. Right. I'm part of everybody. Right. But he hounded me for six months. And finally, he got to sit down with me and. I, I said yes, and I was back into network marketing again. This was a travel company. Did you make money? Uh, I did okay. Uh, 2008, my 1099 that year was $45,000. Uh, well, step up. Hey, it's much, much, that was the best I had done after four years in network marketing. Right. Yeah. And how long were you in the travel company? I was in that company for two years and three months. And then, and then why'd you leave? Uh, well, the company got hit with a lawsuit mm. in, I think it was August or September. Was this YTB? YTB. YTB. Oh, You're a travel wow. There you go. And I didn't leave after that. I was like, we're going to fight it. We're going to make it happen. Mm. It doesn't matter. We're going after Expedia. We're going after all the content. Right, <laughs> right. right. And, uh, but it made, it was so challenging because people would come to a meeting. They would get involved. They would go home, hit Google. And first thing they saw... For sure. YTV scam, yeah. lawsuit, and they would quit the next day. So mm. it made it really difficult. I probably stayed about another six months, mm. six or seven months after the lawsuit. Right. Um, but uh, no, it just it was it was just real difficult. That company is not the nine business now. Right, right. It's another company now. Right. Um, but after that, I got my big break in the coffee business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I always had because I, I signed up because only because Green said, "Yo, this is what we doing." I'm like, right. "All right, cool, no problem. I ain't make no money, but like." For one, the ticket was so expensive, yes. and I'm like, the yeah. coffee, I mean, the coffee's okay, right? But I still see, here's the crazy thing. 
I still see the green. He still drinks the coffee. And I, you got a pack, too. I'm like, okay, I see why y'all made money. Y'all really right, believe in it. Right. But how was, how was this happening? Because you know? it was like $1,000 to sign up. No, it was 1388 1388 It was yep. almost $1,400. You know, with, with, with belief, man, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, And we had a lot of belief in the product. We had a lot of belief in the compensation plan. We had a lot of belief in the leadership that we were following. And... It was new. You know, it had never been done before. And I think Starbucks made it easy, though, because Starbucks was selling coffee for $4 a cup. Right. So we tell people, hey, a dollar a cup, dollar fifty a cup, you know, it made it made sense. And then the sure. health component to it. Ooh. You know, look at me. I'm about to, I'm about to sign you back <laughs> up, right? <laughs> and I'm not even in the right, company. Right, right. Get to the Ganoderma. I ain't bad. Yeah, the Ganoderma. <laughs> I don't remember. You know, it brings you back into homeostasis. Right, and all right, this right. Stuff, right. If you need to lose weight... You got the coffee. You need to gain weight. Mm. The coffee did that too. Really? <laughs> did everything you wanted. Okay, I had to get some. That's crazy. You just sold it to me. But so how long were you in that company? Now that was a long run. I was in that company almost eight years. Really? Yeah. And what type of success did you? 2009, my first year, I made 126,000. Wow. My first year. I never made, I didn't make six figures combined in right. four and a half years in network marketing. My first six months in that company. So what happened between 45,000? I'm talking about you're getting hit with, obviously, you were in prepaid legal for a little while. Mm-hmm. Then another company is getting people sick. Another company. <laughs> lawsuit. Lawsuit. What made you say, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it again? I almost gave up. I yeah. almost, almost gave up on network marketing. I was done. And I can't tell you what this gentleman told me because it's, it's a little crass. Mm-hmm. But what he told me really made me think, okay, I'm going to keep going for it. I'm going to keep going for it. And I, and I did. And I got a phone call from a gentleman that went on to be a mentor of mine. Give me and an edited version of what he said. I want to know what he <laughs> said. Like, uh, Okay. He said, he said, um, <laughs> he said, he said, Do you, have you, have you ever been in, in a relationship? <laughs> this is what he said. Have you ever been in a relationship with a girl? I said, yeah. He said, did you guys break up? I said, he said, yeah. He said, so did you decide now that you were not going to talk to girls any longer? Uh, I was like, no, I said no. I said I just find another girl. Right, 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 for sure. And uh, that was that was what he okay, said. Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. He said in different languages, right, for but, sure. But that's the basis of what he said. So, gotcha. got the phone call, and I got a phone call from that gentleman about six months earlier. But my answer was no. I was going to stick it out in my TV, and people do that a lot of times. Stick it out. Right. But now I was ready. Got involved, and everything changed because now my environment was different. Yeah. I tell people all the time: if you're going to change. Uh, it has to start with your environment because you are a product of your environment. Yeah. And my environment changed and, and, and the information that I was listening to, that increased. Right? So I got exposed to The Secret, actually, in 2008. Really? Yeah. And that's what really started the, the ball rolling. Because gotcha. now, because for a long time, I was so focused on the work, 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 work. Yeah. You know, how to prospect, how to present, you know. And you need those things, the yeah. skills, right? But it was the mindset shift that changed for me. When I did that, when I learned that aspect of success, it was over. So break that down because the, the secret, it's like, you know, you, you speak it, you got to see it, manifest it, your mm-hmm. goals. Mm-hmm. But I think some people take it left to where that's all you got to do. Right. What is that balance? <laughs> yeah, it's faith without works is dead, right. right? So you have to have the faith. But that real faith, that real belief is backed up by action. So if a person is just doing personal self-development and they know all the quotes, they know what to say, how to say it, but there's no action behind it, that's really not belief. That's just regurgitating Ooh. information. <laughs> so your belief, your belief is dictated by what you do, not oh, yeah. what you say or even what you see in your yeah, vision. You can, you, can, you can put the pictures up, you can speak it till you're blue in the face. If it's not backed up by work, then no, it's not belief. Mm. You're just going through the motion. So with that first year, you made 145000 126000 $126,000. Mm-hmm. But it, what was the difference in your activity between the 45000 <laughs> No difference. No difference. Yeah, I'd always been working hard the four and a half years. So was I was it prospecting 5, 10, 15, 20 people a day. I was presenting every single day. I was at every meeting. I was at every event. So my activity didn't change. It was my belief that changed. It was the environment that changed. It was the people that I was around that changed. Because now I was around someone who had made millions of dollars Ooh. in network marketing. So are you saying you can do the same activity in a different environment? Yes. Absolutely. The same seed planted in a different soil 
right? If it's good soil, if it's a good environment for that seed, it's going to grow. But that same seed, if you plant it on the ground, it's not going to grow. Even though the seed mm. contains all that power, it contains all that success all in it. Yeah. It still needs the right environment. Is that the sauce that you're taking right now? Because I just saw your name, the number one African-American networker in the world. That's mm -hmm. huge. What are you doing to create this environment? Even for like the traditional entrepreneur, how do you create that environment? Because there's people that, well, I'm seeing, first <laughs> off, you got college kids and high school students in the whole world reading charts and trade. Like, what right. in the what? Going crazy. First off, we don't do that, yeah, okay, right, as a people, right. typically. Right. But like, I'm seeing it, and I'm like, this is, I, what's amazing. happening right now? Yeah. You know, I think creating a culture, creating an environment starts with the leader. Uh, you have to go through a process of developing uh, yourself as a leader. And it's important for you to also sit under leadership. Because I was under leadership for seven and a half years, I knew what that environment felt like. I knew what that environment looked like. So the moment I made that transition to the company I'm in right now, it was automatic. It was already what was already inside of me. So it really starts with events. You know, people don't understand the power of an event. So when you do an event, this is where people make decisions to go out and really be successful. If that event is done the right way, that's part of building the right culture. When you say events, what do you mean? Uh, big events, like conferences. Right, um, right. So when we, when we first started, uh, I think the first one we did was the rise of IML. Mm -hmm. right? And so it's, it's, it's everything. It's staging. It's lighting. It's, it's content. It's, it's the flow of the event. All that goes into creating a movement. Mm -hmm. And once we did that, and continue with the next one. The next one has just grown now to where we have one in London. There'll be about 7,000 people there. What? In London, yeah. yeah. We're going to have one in, I can't say where it is now, but right. uh, we're going to have one later on this year. That one will have about twelve to 15,000 people at that one. Twelve to 15,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, okay, but everybody, every company does events. Like, right. what is it, what is that sauce that Stories. you create? You have to create a massive story within the first 30 to 90 days. So when we got started, we created a story with Gary McSwain. Gary McSwain, he just came over to audio, 7K to seven figures. Mm -hmm. This gentleman, prior to this company, had made $7,000 that year total. Mm. His first 30, 30 to 45 days, he hit Shannon 10, which is 10 grand a month. So now that story now creates, whoa, he hit 10 grand a month his first 30 to 45 days in the business. So now it creates what? Belief. Evidence, Ooh. social proof. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so can you teach us belief? Because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, I read The Secret, and I heard The Secret. It wasn't, it didn't move me, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, teach me how to believe. Because everybody here is like, oh, you got to believe. <laughs> right. But what are some steps to, like, learning how to believe? Yes. And that, that is my mission in life. Uh, we're launching Believe Nation uh, right now. I've got a whole team put it all together. And this is going to be a platform where people can actually come and really learn how to. Because you hear it all the time, right? All things are possible yeah. to those that believe. But how do I go about doing it, David? Yeah. Uh, what are the factors? What are the elements that go into a person's belief system? How is a belief system created? And there are four elements that dictate a person's belief system. Number one is the environment. Yeah. Number two is the information, the, rep the repetitious information yeah. that they listen to. Three is associations, is power and proximity. Mm -hmm. And four is what they experience. You don't believe anything you haven't experienced. Now, what most people don't do is they'll never go and experience what it is that they want. They only experience what it is that they have. And the reason why they don't experience what it is that they want, because they're looking at their current situation and they're saying, well, I can't afford that house. I can't afford that car. I can't afford that lifestyle, so why bother going to experience it? But I didn't do that. I would go to the mall, and I would window shop every single day. Really? I would be in Louis Vuitton. I would be in Gucci. I would be in, I would be in all these stores. I was never buying anything, but I was in there. Experiencing. Experiencing it. I would go to the Bentley dealership. I would go to the Mercedes-Benz dealership. I would go to expensive hotels, and I would sit there. I wouldn't order any food because I didn't have any money for food. I would order... <laughs> you know, some, uh, some coffee or some tea or something like that. And I would sit there. I wanted to familiarize myself with being wealthy. I wanted to know what it felt like. Because 
what you're doing is you want to create a new comfort zone. So you're comfortable in the car you drive right now. Ooh. You're comfortable in the home that you live in right now because that's all you're experiencing. But if you take that comfort zone and raise it up, you're going to come back to your car and you're going to feel very uncomfortable there. Wow. That's weird, though. Yeah. I know, I know people's <laughs> like, yo, David, what are you doing? Like, right. it's weird. So how do you get past that? The, um, I don't know if it's the insecurities, mm-hmm. but getting past what people think, especially going from company to company. Because somebody's been in network marketing for a while, and they might be thinking about signing up to your company, but they're thinking about all the people that have watched them jump from company to company. Yeah. How did they get over that? The, the company doesn't matter. Because there are people in every company that are succeeding, and there are people in every company that are not succeeding. So it's not what company you're in. It's not what industry you're in. It's who you are. Show me the proof. Have you been struggling with starting, growing, or scaling your business? Don't know where to start? Can't figure out the next steps? Feeling overwhelmed? Do you feel stuck? Not sure if you're doing it right? Do you feel like you need help? Let's go. We understand. Come join us April 2nd and 3rd, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia. Social Proof, the conference that helps entrepreneurs start, grow, and scale their business. And to get you right, we're introducing the number one motivational speaker, Eric Thomas, the hip-hop preacher, live at the conference. I stopped saying I've got to wait for good things to happen to me, and I said I'm going to grind. I'm going to fight. I'm going to work. I'm going to press toward. I'm going to learn. I'm going to do everything in my power every single day. I'm going to do everything in my power to become a victor and not a victim. For more info and ticket information, go to realsocialproof.com. That's realsocialproof.com. April 2nd and 3rd, 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia. See you there. It's who you are. And there's, there's really a three-step process here. You have awareness. This is what we teach people. You have to be aware of the power that's on the inside of you. There is, there, is, there is so much power that's on the inside of the human spirit. It's almost godlike, if not godlike. It says that we are gods. Now, you're not big G-O-D, right? But you're little G-O-D. You are a portion of who God is. So the way that he creates is the same way you can create. The way he sees things is the way you can see things. How does he see things? He sees things, what? From the end. He can see the beginning and the end. So you can too. Yes, I see my situation right now, but I can also create the end with my eyes. Not my physical eyes, but with my godlike eyes. The ones that can see anything. I can close my eyes right now, I can see my home. I can close my eyes right now, I can see Dubai. But with my eyes open, I can see you. I can see that chair. It's very limited. But with my other eyes, I can create the life that I want. Wow. So I've got to become aware of this power. It's as great as he is in me than he is in the world. So whatever challenges I'm facing in the world, there is something on the inside of me that's far greater than that. That's number one. Then once I'm aware of this power, now I've got. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. 
Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Eufy lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key at school. And they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there. You don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, 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 it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. Accept it. I have to. I have to acknowledge it, and acknowledge knowledge. Now I've got to gain the knowledge of what this power is all about. Studying science of getting rich, stranger secret, thinking grow rich, magic of believing, uh, going to the seminars. Now I'm gaining the knowledge, and that's forever. Were you always a reader? Uh, no, really, uh, still not. Honestly, uh, leaders are readers. I get it. I do audiobooks. <laughs> right. I do audiobooks. Right, right, right. So I don't read it, but I'll listen to it. And when I listen to it, I don't listen to it one time. 
Mm. I don't listen to it five times. I don't listen to it 10 times. I don't listen to it a hundred times, thousands. Like mm. I went through years where every single moment of the day, personal self-development was played in my ear. I had an iPod, this is when the iPod was sure. out, right? So I had my iPod and I had my phone. I had headphones going in one year for my iPod, personal development, and I could be on the phone with you. Headphones. Really? And I had personal development playing and I was talking to you. The only time I did not have personal development playing was if I was doing a conference call or if I was doing a meeting. Other than that, while I'm sleeping, personal development was playing. I was just out and about prospecting, personal development was playing. I was on the phone, just a regular phone call, personal development, 24 7, because I had to change the programming. So it's not necessarily because I, I listen to uh, personal development and my mind wanders. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not 100 percent about like paying attention and being locked in all the time. See, your mind is going to pick up on different things at different times that I can't even pick up on. Huh? Yeah. And you're going to you're going to grow. Right. So something you may listen to Think and Grow Rich right now and then two years from now, listen to it again and you're going to hear something completely different. Thanks. Yeah. God, where do you get this stuff from? Like, man, study, applying, right? Yeah. I tell people it's four different types of knowledges. You have learned knowledge, activity knowledge, modeling knowledge, and then teaching knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just 16 years of doing this, man. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't get here year one, mm-hmm. <laughs> year five. Yeah. It takes time, and that's what most people are not willing to go through. But um, I, I tell people, you know, it says you know, whatever it is that I desire, right? It says, whatever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. Most people don't pay attention to that word and. That word and is so powerful. It says, believe that you receive it and you will have it. So the receiving part is not physical. That's not, the having it is physical, Mm -hmm. right? So someone calls you up and says, listen, I'm sending you a million dollars. What are you going to say? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, say, Thank you. Right? <laughs> but do you have the million? No. Oh, no. Because the and period is the time it's going to take, whether it's a wire, whether it's he's going to, they're going to mail you a check. So what do you do in that and period? Most people are frustrated in the and mm. period. Most people are not patient in the and yeah. period. Most people are complaining during the and period. Mm. You know what I do in the and period? I celebrate. I'm grateful. Because he said, he said it's mine. He mm. said he's sending it to me. I believe his word. So it's already done. And then I have it. But I don't have to wait to have it to already have the joy of having it. Mm. So you, you had a mentor that like kind of poured, that poured into you too, right? Mm-hmm. What was, because um, I mean, I, I think the first, Green introduced me to Holton Bugs and then to David and Money TA. And I'm like, yo, first off, y'all sound alike, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember which one was. But like, he was a, a strong leader too, oh, right? Incredible. So what, incredible. What, was, what did you pick up from him? The biggest day? thing I would say I picked up from HB was he was an example. Mm-hmm. He was an example of what was possible. I never looked at him or anyone as they're separate. Mm-hmm. And what's happened for them can't happen for me. Yeah. I looked at it from a standpoint, if God did it for him, if God did it for her, he could do it for me too. Yeah. So I would say that's the biggest thing. Uh, as far as learning the power of belief and faith, uh, my teachers were Bob Proctor, Ivy Hilliard, who's a pastor in Houston. I- Ivy would have to be probably number one. That Ivy Hilliard. Ivy Hilliard, yep, that I've learned faith from and belief from. But Holton was that physical representation on yeah. the earth of what belief could do. Yeah. Um, because he was, he was a coach, he was a mentor, but he did that for a lot of people. Yeah, for you sure. Know? But a lot of people didn't, didn't go on and... So you're probably just at that point in your life, had another person been in place, you just, you're just receiving it anyway because yes. like you're listening. Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't. There's not one source, right? Yeah. I'm not one source that, that a person should just listen to. There's yeah. so many voices out there and so many are going to resonate with you and, yeah. and some are going to um, benefit you in different ways. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so for me, you know, coming up, my first coach was Emmanuel Bernstein. And then Silas King, like Emmanuel taught me like the skills, like prospecting, presenting. And then Silas taught me relationships, how to, you know, deal with people. And then Holton was like the example of like, man, like he lived in a million dollar home. He drove the Bentley. So now I'm in that environment. I'm like, oh, well, if it happened for him, it happened for me. Right. And then Tony Robbins and Bob Proctor. There's so many different voices that are going to impact you. And 
my goal now is to be that voice for the next generation. Gotcha, gotcha. Inspires them. How do you feel, like, obviously through the events, but this new generation of networkers, because yeah. that, I it's mean, that, that is different. <laughs> it's different. How do, you, how, how, how do you manage and continue to attract this right. newer generation? Um, I think my goals, my goals attract my life. Mm-hmm. What I'm focused on attract my life. I, I, I have, I've completely submitted to the notion that we all have the ability to create the life that we want, Right but we're so focused on how do we create it. And that's not our job. Mm. Our job is to decide what it is that we want. So David, I was talking to a guy <laughs> in the plane, uh, clearly successful, he's like in the first class and just kinda, you know successful people just don't talk about their money, right. but you just know you get right. a feeling. So I'm asking him, I'm like, uh, do you think some people have it and some people just don't have it? Mm. And he's like, yo, I'm a big believer that some people are born, like how do you teach um, work ethic or how do you teach consistency? Right. He's like, yo, in, in at, like an athlete, it's hard to teach speed, right? right? Mm-hmm. Do you believe that some people just have it and some don't? No. No, I do not. And the reason why I don't believe that is because the manufacturer did not make anything faulty. God but as it turns not... to, it comes to entrepreneurship, though. Let, hear, hear what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Is God a leader? Of course. Of course he is. Everybody's born with the capabilities to lead but not everybody develops the skill of leadership. Mm. So I think everybody's born with it, but not everybody develops it. That's the difference. Because it's an excuse. It's an excuse if I say, oh, everybody doesn't have it. Or everybody, you know, some people are born leaders, some people yeah. are not born leaders. So now you could say, well, I wasn't a born leader. Yeah. No, you were. You just haven't taken the time to develop that gift that God gave you. If you take that time to develop it and change the environment, change the information, because if I can change, why can't you change? I came from Nigeria. I came from nothing. My parents were on food stamps. My mom was on food stamps when I came here. Wow. Right? I mean, I was wearing Spaldings. You know what I mean? I I got killed in school. (laughs) Right. Right? Murdered, right? I had bandana shorts, you know, and bologna sandwiches and, you know, that stuff. Quarter waters. That's That's how I grew up. So if I can change, why can't you? That's real. Growing to get that income, <laughs> coming from that environment, mm-hmm. did you blow a lot of money when you got it? The first time, yes. Really? I did. I did. I what did. was the, I like, did. the, what was the most? No, man. Yeah, give me a few uh, of those. Home. I got the million dollar home, which turned out to be a good investment later mm-hmm. on, but at the time it wasn't. Right. Uh, biggest one I would say was my Lambo. I went and bought a Lambo cash, 250 Really? Whatever. No big deal. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, went smart. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, the song. <laughs> Lamborghini Mercy. Right. They just kept playing it. Right, and I was right, like, right. you know what? I'm gonna go get me a Mercedes. <laughs> but uh, but no, I was smart with money too, though. Mm. I was smart with money too. So I, I, I made some investments. So when things turned mm. in that coffee business, mm. things turned really, really bad. I was still able to go back to my investments and, and pull from that. Gotcha. And then boom, another opportunity came along, and you know, it's just been. Incredible. Did you stick in that one like for a while, or like when when you saw things get rough, you jumped to? Um, we, like we you stuck around. It. We stuck around. I, I uh, <laughs> 2012, I made 2.2 million. 2013. In 2012. Yeah, I made 2.2. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah, it's been a long time. You're doing this for a long time. Uh, 2013, it went down to 1.7. Mm. So that's a half a million dollar dip. That's yeah. that ain't no joke. Right. The following year, it went to 1.1. Ah, ah, the writing's on the wall. The writing is. <laughs> the graffiti's on the wall, right? 2015, 6.50. Oh, wow. But at this point, I'm like, no, we're going to make it. We're going to do it. We're going to fight back. I even said on stage, I said, I'll leave this company when pigs fly. And, just... <laughs> and then when I left, somebody sent me a picture of pigs flying. I'll never forget that. Wow. 2016, I'll never forget it. I was in Spain. And I was laying down, and uh, I said, "You know what? Let me look at my what my income has been for 2016." Mm-hmm. And I pulled it up. This was August, so it was January to August, end of end of July, and it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's over." Wow. I was done. So that year, I ended up about three thirty, but I got involved in the opportunity I'm in right now. At the end of 2016 to October 2017, I was right back two point two, two 2018 million then this past year was 
more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Just like that. Did you see that? Did you see when like that explosive growth? Yeah. I did. I did. I, not to this extent, but I, I knew it was going to be big. Yeah. I knew it was going to be big. I, I saw, and we've lost count. Literally, we've lost count of how many six and seven figure earnings we have. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I travel around the world and I meet people that you wouldn't think earn six figures or seven figures, and, and they are. Give me your craziest like success story. Like, like you might have looked at them like, ah, I don't know about this. <laughs> right. Uh, they, I know they've grown. A bunch, there's a, there's yeah. a young man right here in Atlanta. He's uh, 23 years old, and he's he's a, he's a capitalist. He's the same paternity mm-hmm. as I am. His birthday's July 2nd. Same birthday as mine. Oh wow. Yeah, he's 23. And uh, his best month was three hundred thousand on the networking side. Best month, three hundred thousand. Best month. He's a chairman, two fifty. Tell so, me about when you first met him. Uh, I didn't actually meet him until he was at ten grand a month. Even though mm. he was in my home when he was only making two grand a month, right. he remembers. But there was a bunch of people in my house at that time. But what I what I would say about him, first time I really got a chance to know him, was his humility. Very humble. Very mm. very humble. You know, at an event, it was his time to speak on stage. And his first request to me was, can one of my leaders speak on stage with me? Wow. In my 16 years of doing this, I've never heard anybody say that. Mm. Usually when it's time for their stage, they're not worried about anybody else. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but he, he wanted to do that. So that was that was very impressive to me. You know what was impressive to me? Like it was the other day, and I don't want to get too far into it, but and I want to tell people that don't know. But you are really transparent about a personal situation that mm-hmm. happened. And in yeah. my mind, I was thinking, why is he doing that? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> why is right. he doing right. So, uh, I mean, you've got to get into particulars. But mm-hmm. what made you, like, really get up there naked? Mm-hmm. Here's, what's, here's what's going on in my personal I'm, life. Yeah, I'm a leader. I'm a leader of people. And it's important as leaders to be transparent, to be vulnerable. A lot of times people think leaders are just supposed to be strong all the time and, and just be this brick walls, and, and we are. Mm-hmm. But I think vulnerability is a strength. Mm-hmm. When you can be open about your failures, when you can be open about when you fall down, because they fall down. Yeah. So they need an example of really how to handle failure. And it's not just failure in business. It's not just failure in personal. Your personal life is failure, period. Mm-hmm. How do you handle it? How did I handle failure when I failed in business? I stood back up. I didn't cower away. I didn't say, you know, no. How do you handle failure in your personal life? You stand up to it. You own it, and then you recondition. So the three steps I was going into, awareness, yes, sir. and then you acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. So you gain the knowledge, right? And then you recondition. So now in your personal life or in your business, you're aware, okay, this, is, this, was, this wasn't right. Or you're aware, I'm more than this, right? Mm. And then you acknowledge it. Okay, how do I go and get the knowledge to be better? And then you start the process of reconditioning. Gotcha. So you don't make the same mistakes again. Wow. Now, yeah. I think you've been teaching for a while because mm. you always break things into the steps. I do. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your ultimate goal? Like um, now, obviously, you're building a huge company. It's not, I guess, not too much. I can't say not too much because I don't know, but like, it's not a whole lot you could do. Here's my ultimate goal. Just keep it on you? It's on me all the time. So I said, yo, you're ruining my last question, too, because I, I got a last question. You'll see what it is. And I guess you'll just have to read this back to you. Uh, I'm so happy and grateful now that I am a billionaire mm-hmm. in U.S. currency. Mm-hmm. That's very specific. Yeah, very specific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in right. U.S. dollars yeah. as a... As, was that? as I as I positively impact the lives of over one billion people around the world, one zero 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 nine of them with my voice and appearance. Thank you, Lord, it's David Emily Thier. Mm-hmm. You just keep this on you. Yeah. How long have you had this? Like, uh, I do that all the time, but I've had this check with me since 2015. Uh, and that check is dated. You wrote 20. this. Yeah. 10 years ago. No. Yeah. It'll be 10 years, years when it ago. happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2015. January 1st, 2025. It is a check for $1 billion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I keep my goals on me all the time. You wrote this in 2015. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had Bob Proctor sign the back of it, too. Wow, you signed it and everything. Yeah, signed it. <laughs> From you to you. So I still do the corny Golly. stuff. I still do the stuff 
that people think don't work. It does. You come to my house right now, I've got pictures of jets everywhere. I've got pictures of my goals and my business everywhere. Yeah. So this is my ultimate goal, to positively impact the lives of a billion people. And in turn, mm. that, that would make me a billionaire. Where do you think you're at in that? I don't know. I don't know. Because there's the know, people that you know of and there's people that you like oh, of course, a countless of course, amount. Of course. I, I wanted to set a goal that would live past me. You look at Jim Rome, you look at uh, Carnegie, you look at just great people that have made a difference in people's lives, Martin Luther King, their legacy lived past their lives. So even if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, my goal will live on, my impact will live on. Do you see yourself as one of those great philosophers, like the Jim Rohns, like these are like the, Jim Rohns, like the, the Galileo and like right. the, you know what I mean? Like, right. do you see yourself as one of those? I see myself as a child of God first. And I see myself as, as a person that has been given a gift to make a difference, not just in my life, but in the lives of other people. How the world would view me, you know, I, I get a chance to say how they, they do view me. Um, but it's not, it's not in my DNA to say, yeah, I do see myself in that light, but I'm pretty sure when it's all said and done, there'll be a billion people that will see me in that light. Wow. Do you give money away? I do. Really? I give a lot of money away. I was talking to one of my <laughs> rich friends, and he's like, I don't really give money. He's uh, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, no, I, I mean, you know, charity, stuff like that, but mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody's like, yo, one of my friends, one of my close, if one of your close friends says, yo, I need $100,000 to invest in this business, you like to play it, would you invest in them? No. Why? Because they're friends. And when you, when you do that with a friend, if it doesn't go well, you can lose that friendship. So if you ever want to lose a friend, loan them money. Mm. Yeah, so I don't do that. So you wouldn't loan, if it's in your heart, you'd give it. I'll give it, but I won't loan it. And whatever I give is what I'm willing to lose. Yeah. I'm willing to lose it because if, if, I, if I loan it to you and you don't give it back, it's going to cause, no matter what, how little it is, how yeah. much it is, is going to cause some type of conflict with you because you're yeah. going to feel uncomfortable right, right. being around me. Right. Right? <laughs> like, you owe me money, we go out, and I see you got money. I'm like, hey, right. what, what happened, bro? You right, know? right. Or I might think, like, I can't really I can't order really too much. Show. I can't order too much because, you know what I mean? So, no, I, I, don't, I don't give money. I don't, I don't loan money, but I will give. And it's heart, it's heart led when I do give. Gotcha. But, yeah, definitely through charities and tithing, I definitely do that. Good, good. Okay. Uh, well, I, I definitely want to uh, keep you too long. But for somebody to be under your tutelage mm-hmm. um, or in your program, what do they have to do? Uh, right now, stay connected to me through Instagram, mm-hmm. um, David Imonitia, at David Imonitia. You got two uh, pages. I do have two pages. Okay. I'm going to follow that. <laughs> I, I, I follow for the I'll, tell you, I'll <laughs> tell you what happened. I lost access to my main page mm-hmm. for about a week, mm-hmm. all right? And then I was like, oh, I'll just start another one. So right. I started another one, and that started to grow. And three weeks later, I got access again to my mm-hmm. old page. So I was just like, oh, I'll just keep both. So one is really for network marketing, right. and another one is for my, my purpose. Gotcha. I, I found the other one. And yeah. that, I was like, that's where the good stuff is. Thank you for that, David Elmanity. Oh, yeah, we got a special announcement. I don't even know. I think this is a part of your charity that you're going to speak at the social proof conference. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I like you. I like your your humility. It came across when we talked, and I said, "I, I get it. I, I'll, I'll do it." So. I humbly said, "Look, I ain't got no money, man, but I love what you're doing." You got a good friend of mine that's on the docket too, so oh. so so they helped. I can't say I can't say. Okay. He or, oh yeah, for sure. For I can't sure. say he or she's name right now. Oh, for sure, but, for sure. Yeah, shouts out to you. Okay, right. you know who you are. That's right. what's up. Um, so but they yeah. helped. So what what are you gonna teach at Social Proof? I'm going to teach the success formula. Mm, there's mm-hmm. a formula. Oh, there's definitely a formula. You can't just work hard? And then... No, 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 no. There's a formula. Working hard is part of the formula, yeah. but yeah, there's a formula. And you've seen this formula work over and over again? Not just for me, countless amount of people. I, matter of fact, this formula works. Anyone who's ever been successful on the face of this earth has used this formula. Really? Yes. Everyone. Guaranteed, hands down. And when they hear it, they're going to be like, yeah. Oprah's used it. You've used it. Everyone's used it. Everyone. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bet. Well, look, <laughs> you will see Mr. David M1ETA, master trainer, master success. Like, 
I, I think it's so dope because not only are you successful, but you're creating success on a whole. No- I've never seen like what you're doing. And I've been aware of the industry for a while. I've been yeah. in every company, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I've never I've never seen this before. It, it's, I've never seen it either. <laughs> <It's been amazing. laughs> but that's what he says, right? Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard what he has in store for us. So it's going to get even bigger. Goodness gracious. Man, uh, well, please leave us with a couple of gems. Um, and make sure you, you follow David. Um, Let's spell that last name for them. I am, hold on, um, I-M-O-N-I-T-I-E. He got it. That's it. Study. You know, my, my frat brothers, when I was online, they said, uh, they used to call me, I'm on it. I was like, I'm on it, I'm on it. I was like, oh, maybe I, I'm right, right, right. No, if you break my name up in two letters, it spells I'm on it. I-E. I'm on it. Yeah, I'm on it. That's about right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it turned out to be true. For sure. sure. Yeah. So give them a few nuggets to leave with, man. I had, I had a great time. I had oh, fun. Thank it's the best you. Best interview I've done. Thank you. A lot thank of you. Give, give, me a, give me a couple of nuggets for the struggling entrepreneur. Somebody, they're in a bad place right now. Mm. They, they're... Um, they have a job that they hate, maybe. Um, you know, they feel like the world's against them. They've had a failure after failure. Mm-hmm. What would you say to them? I would say two things. One, it all worked out in the end, so don't quit. It all worked out? Yes. Not it's going to work out? No, it all worked out. Don't quit. Ah, love it. Man, make sure you follow Mr. <laughs> David M. on ETA. Get your tickets to Real Social Proof right now, and we'll see you April 2nd and 3rd. All right, we out here. Yo, this is your boy, Donald the Boys. Donald the Boys. And that's right. If you're listening, then you know a little bit of my swag, my production. I'm a voiceover artist, podcast producer, and also a little bit of a creative. And I want to offer you a special offer for this podcast listenership. That's right. Head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And if you need any kind of commercials, promos, or advertisements, that then I'll be sure to hook you up. With prices starting as low as $50 for a fully produced commercial, I'm willing to give you the best value that you can get anywhere. So once again, head on over to DonaldTheVoice.com. And I look forward to talking to you. And, 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 and now, back to the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.